success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today in the She's Invincible podcast. And boy, do we have a treat for you today. We have the amazing Case Lane here with us. She is a global writer, entrepreneur, traveler, and the founder of Ready Entrepreneur. Her business prepares aspiring entrepreneurs to understand how to take advantage of technology and global resources to achieve lifestyle freedom by starting their own online business. A former diplomat, consultant, and corporate executive, Case is educated in communications, political science, business, law, and economics, and has lived, studied, or worked in 11 different countries and has visited over 100 others. The ready entrepreneur approach to lifestyle freedom is based on her education, experience, observations, and interactions with entrepreneurs all over the world. Welcome, Case. Thank it's so you great so to much. have you here on this Monday. Yes, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, happy Monday. <laughs> I am just thrilled to share you with our listeners today. So let's get started. Yes. Let's, can we just tell, i I mean, you are amazing and it has been so fun to get to know you. And so I would love for you to share with our listeners. So let's tell our listeners, who is Case Lane? How did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for the intro. I'll give you the, the quick version uh, of that. As you as you listeners heard, I've had a few careers. I've done been back to school a few times, but I did travel the world as a diplomat. And then I went into corporate after doing my MBA. And then I was dealing a lot with lawyers. And I decided to go to law school. But while I was in law school, I started ebook self-publishing. I'd always wanted to be a writer. I have a a thousand and one ideas in my head, different books I wanted to write. And I was just so interested in how Amazon, Smashwords, draft to digital these platforms made it possible for writers to go directly to the audience. Um, the history of you know traditional publishing is very traditional. They they only like what they like, and so they you know the opportunity for writers to just find their readers directly it was such a great great thing. And then. When I did that, I also learned about the bigger world of online entrepreneurship, you know, setting up websites, what's a landing page, what's a reader magnet, all the stuff going on with social, digital marketing, advertising. And I just sort of got completely sucked into it to the point where even though I finished law school, passed the bar, and I have my license, I decided to work full time on my online business instead. A lot of people began to ask me, what are you doing? How do you do this? And so that's transitioned to becoming ready entrepreneur 
where I'm at the beginning of the process, right at the very beginning, when you say, I'd love to do this, but I have no idea where to get started. <laughs> so that's where I come in. Because I love that. And your timing, <laughs> you could not have planned this better, right? Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's obviously a def, very difficult time in the world, an unfortunate time for many people. A lot of people are struggling. And it's also given people an opportunity to figure out what they really want to do. Uh, a lot of people, I, I, I'm in the LA area, and not even having to commute every day is giving people back two to three hours a day in some cases to suddenly be able to do something else like work on an online business. And so the, more questions are coming about that. And, and I think for so many people, it's, it goes beyond sort of the, what I call, you know, the bling, the money and the bit of fancy life and this pool and all that stuff. It's, it's more around being able to use your skills, you know, so if you're a professional, you've been working, you've been doing all these things and now you suddenly had to get online and you had to be on Zoom calls and all this stuff and you realize you're learning all these new things. Well, now you could take those skills and learn more and put it towards your own business. So being able to do something you really enjoy, having some purpose in your life. And then of course, the lifestyle freedom. A lot of people are learning what it's like to work at home right now. And, uh, you know, companies are debating whether they're going to reopen their offices and so on. But I think for some people, it's like, wow, could you go back and go back to your daily commute and go back to those times when your schedule is controlled by somebody else? What if you could actually you know, manage your own schedule? What if you could do everything on your own time and set things up the way you want, as you may have been doing for the last couple of months? So it's, uh, I think that what's happening now, and, I, and as you mentioned, I, I use, I want people to understand like technology, it's all there. There's a lot of really free services or low, low cost services that you could use. There is the entire global marketplace. So you might have nobody around you that likes what you like, but out of the whole world, you know, out of 7 billion people, you might find your community and be able to build a life online with that community, doing something you really enjoy. So it's just an extraordinary opportunity for people right now. And, and that's what gets me excited. That's what I love to help people realize that this is a great time for you. It's a great opportunity, even, you know, in the midst of it being a difficult time as well. I love what you said too, about how like it's giving people a chance to figure out what they really want to do. Yes. This pause is just amazing in that sense. And while there's, you know, negative impact mm -hmm. uh, happening around the world, there's also so much of this that we cannot ignore right. of people really slowing down and, and being put in a position where they can choose now. I'm not stuck here. I don't have to do this forever. Yes. And there is a better way for me. Right. And right. there's like you said, said 7 billion people. There's so many ways. <laughs> and yeah, and I can't wait to talk about some of those. Mm -hmm. So tell us what makes you invincible. For me, it's never giving up. <laughs> That's always been my thing. Um, I am one of those people who I set my goals. And nowadays I have daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly goals <laughs> in five years and 10 years. But just, you know, in general, I set goals. And I want to accomplish them. So I figure out how to do that. And I don't, even if the first time out doesn't work out the way I want it. All right. What's the next way I can approach this? What's another way that I can do this? Because that goal still looms, you know, and I want to still accomplish it. So even going to law school, I mean, that was something I put on my 
post high school list of things to do. And I didn't get around to it for a while, but I did still go and I, because I, I'd always wanted that. It was always in the back of my mind. And now in the industry, I'm in an online business. The legal issues are huge. I mean, they're going to become bigger and bigger the more and more people come online. So get online now because it's a wild west still. and You've got a lot of flexibility. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of issues and a lot of things coming up. So I also have that background that I can use with my colleagues in the business and the online business world going forward. So it's not like I sort of like, oh, I just want to check that off my list. Like everything is important. Everything comes back again. But that's for me is just, and I, and I you know, just don't give up. Um, there's always a way that you can figure out how to do something. And I always say the, the difference between those who make it and those who don't is giving up. So if you just keep at it, you'll eventually get there. And you'll see people will fall off, but you, you know, if you're in, have it in your mind to keep going, you just keep going. That's beautiful. I love that. Okay. So let's talk like shop. Let's okay. get into this. So, you know, like we talked about, you know, it's so timely at this point, people have so many choices. They can, they can make those pivots and, and really move into those next greatest places. So mm-hmm. Let's talk about like, how do you do that? How do you prepare to get started mm-hmm. with an online business? Perhaps maybe you've never uh, been real online before mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. whatever you do. Let's take people from the very beginning. Yes. Okay. Now, what this surprises people when I say where to get started, because I don't say jump right online. I say, start with you. I actually say take a deep breath. And I have a, a book called Recast, which is about the first 10 things to do. And the, and, the, and the first thing, I say take a deep breath to give yourself this idea in your mind that you are now going to be an online entrepreneur. And the next few steps are all around what I call foundational things to do. And it may sound trivial, but these are the things that sort of trip people up. Find a place you want to work. Now, this is something that people are like, well, I kind of have a general idea. And then they go to sit there and, you know, the kids come running in or there's noise outside or there's something. And then they stop and don't go back to it. And I want you to make sure when you start on your online business journey, you're going to stick with it. So I get these little things that could be big things out of the way first. So you, you focus on you. You pick your place you want to work. You set up your work area. You know, when you go to work in a, in a business at the office, the HR person is going to tell you, here's a spot to work. Here's your, your supplies. Here's your coffee. Here's your water. Do that for yourself. Get that set up. All of this is starting to put you in the mindset that this is real, that you're going to really do this. I say remove distractions. And that means making sure everyone around you knows what you're doing. Make this serious. Have the discussion with, with the family and the people in your household. And then set your schedule. Create a schedule And you might have to test it. You might think, okay, I'm going to work on my business from nine to noon every day. And then it turns out that, you know, that's when the neighbor's practicing drums or something like, you you never know, right? So, and again, I don't want these things to derail you. So test it. Okay, that doesn't work. Pick another one. And then, because even if you've never had a formal schedule in your life, you've probably operated on a schedule. As you work, you know what time you're getting up, you know what time you're leaving, you know how long you're going to be in the office, you know what time you're coming home. So you need to do that when you're doing your online business. So the first step is the first five actions are these foundational, these foundational actions that actually set you up to then begin working on the actual business. So you do that first. 
Then we go into the creative actions, which then we start with your business idea. And that's the foundation of everything, of course. Now, a lot of people are worried, oh, well, everything's been done. And I always say, well, (laughs) what is everyone doing online all day then if everything's been done? People online are searching. They're searching uh, for stuff that they want or they need. And whether that be five minutes of entertainment or, you know, detailed information about a health issue. I mean, everybody's searching on Google, on Amazon, even on Facebook. When you're scrolling up and down, what are you doing? You're searching. So that means there's a lot of gaps. There's a lot of unfilled needs out there. And then even if something does exist, a product or service, maybe it doesn't exist for people like you for your demographic or for people you you want to provide the service for. Maybe it doesn't exist for, you know, uh, mothers. Maybe it doesn't exist for college dropouts. Maybe it doesn't exist for professionals that want to start a business, you know. So as you look at all the various things that you really like, all of your interests, all of your skills, your hobbies, it doesn't have to be your education and work experience. That's another thing I like to stress because a lot of people think, oh, I have to be an expert. Nobody's going to believe me unless I'm an expert. That's not what it's about. What it's about is your unique perspective and your singular approach. Because this is now becoming, what what makes the opportunity online so fabulous for everyone is that it's all about niches. Everybody's searching, searching, searching. And the example I use is dieting. (laughs) How many diets are there? There's a new one every day. (laughs) Why? Because all these people are searching for a food plan that works for them. And they try the different ones and they don't work. So they keep coming back for more. And until everybody on earth has the food plan that they like for the body that they want, (laughs) there's an opportunity to create another diet. And that extends through everything, education, entertainment, um, all the different things you do all day, houses, cars, gardening, like everything, shopping. There's so many, just think of all the things you do, anything that you spend time Um, your interest, where do you spend time searching online, anything like that, you could turn into a business. So we start there with your business idea. And you do the research. And so now I really want to stress, you're not researching so that you research forever. (laughs) We're not going to get into analysis paralysis, as they say, you just want to research enough to decide what you're going to do, you're going to be creating an action plan. So let, as you go through, you know, some people just have no idea. Do I like podcasting? Do I like blogging? So you're going to take a look. You have your business idea. So you'll look at bloggers in your business, in, in that realm. They might not, you know, they're not doing exactly what you're going to do because you have a unique perspective, but you'll get a general idea of how they approach it. If you don't like that, see what the podcasters are doing. If you don't like that, see what the YouTubers are doing. If you know already that you don't want to be a podcaster, you definitely want to write, you want to focus on blogging, then you'll start researching how to create a blog and you'll start taking notes, like literally putting them in together and everything is action oriented, ready entrepreneurs, action, action, action. So as you're going through things, you're not passively reading, you're taking notes, you're literally putting down activity after activity, figuring out what you don't know. So if it says, um, you know, get a domain name. If you don't know what a domain name is, then that's the next thing you're going to research. You're going to figure out, okay, then you need to look and decide, you know, at all the different possible domain names, uh, which one, you know, is at a decent price that I could afford or how about, you know, want to set it up and so on. So you'll go through, but again, not forever. You're just going to research enough until you have enough information that you can, if it's a blog, 
you then the next step would be to create your action plan around setting up your blog. I also really encourage you to talk to people who've done it before, if that's possible. Now, you don't always know those people, but you can find them online and make them your virtual mentors. I love virtual mentors <laughs> because you listen to their po- listen to listen to those people on a podcast when they're talking about their business. Check out what they have online. Maybe they have a course you want to take. A lot of people offer free courses and introduction so you can see if you like their approach. You could check their videos. And then, of course, if you do know people, even if they're not in the exact world that you're operating in, but they are entrepreneurs, you know, take them for all virtual coffee you have to do these days, but, you know, take her and, and ask the questions. How did you get started? What were some of the pitfalls? What were some of the obstacles you faced? Um, if you... And a lot of people say this is the hardest part, you know, friends and family, oh, they're going to think I'm weird and, you know, nobody's doing this and all that thing. So I have a little roundabout way that I like to do it where I just, I ask people to suggest people for me. So you're not asking them directly. You just say, well, do you know so-and-so? Or let's say, you know, it's your cousin. You remember they used to work at such and such a firm. Oh, did you know anyone there that used to do this? Do you think they would talk to me? And it starts a conversation going. That's not a direct ask. So it's not kind of that kind of awkwardness. And hopefully they will tell you someone. Or maybe they'll say, well, I could do it, you know, or I've got stuff to tell you. And then at the end, it goes from there. So that's an ongoing thing. That connecting with people, reaching out and so on goes on and on and on. But in the beginning, it's part of your research and you're putting it all together in your action plan. When you get that action plan together, get started. So that's the other thing because a lot of people then go into, I don't know if it's action plan paralysis, but it's like, oh, what about this thing? And what about that thing? No, no, no. Do the first thing on that list because what tends to happen then, you'll get momentum. And you want those quick wins. You want to say, oh, today I I bought my domain name. Cool. And tomorrow I'm going to set up my website. I don't know if I can really manage it myself, but I'm going to try WordPress. I watched a couple of videos on YouTube. Doesn't look too difficult. You get into WordPress. Then you decide you don't like it. Okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to hire somebody to do it. I need to spend some time to figure out how to hire somebody to create my website. So it's incremental, but each thing is a little win. And if you focus on the things you really like, like I really emphasize creating content. So if you're sort of tired of research, it's hard, okay, now sit down and write your first blog or your 10th one or your 21. It doesn't matter if you start piling them all up and you haven't posted anything yet. But if that's where you want to get your creative juices flowing, especially if you've got a business idea and you haven't quite figured out what your message is, just start creating content. Just now again, don't leave it in, on your hard drive forever. You're going to post it at some point, but Start creating, and then you, because again, you, as you're doing things, you want to keep doing things, doing things, because your message will come together. Your voice will come together. You'll start to say, oh yeah, this starts to make sense. You'll start to say it to people in conversation and they'll, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, you'll start to really build it. And the more you do that, the more you feel like an online entrepreneur, the more you become that person, you recast, as I say, into, into the role that you really want to play in your life. And before you know it, you're through your action list. You've got your site up or you've got your podcast up or your YouTube channel or maybe your store. Maybe you just want to have an e-commerce store selling a product. But before you know it, you've got that all set up and you've started to see the results of all of your work, which will be, you know, the the financial, the, the, the money will come in and that will start to build from there. You'll be growing your audience you'll, and then you'll start to see how that revenue stream can eventually support you and give you that time flexibility, which is the lifestyle freedom part. 
Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's the thing you wrote a book about I that, wrote right? A book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was just going to say, you know, for our listeners to, you know, to take this because this is a great list of steps, mm-hmm. uh, but also want to encourage them to get your new book. It just launched. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it did. So, yeah. So it's called Recast, which is, again, so appropriate for the times. <laughs> so, uh, and it's Case Lane. And the book is called Recast, and it's just launched, so it's out there in the world. So tell our listeners where they can find your book right now. Yes, right now, the digital version is on Amazon, and the uh, the print and audio are coming, but you can definitely get the dis- digital version on, on Amazon.com and Kindle Store. And if you do not have a Kindle, I always want to tell people, when you look at the book page on any one of Amazon's book page, just under the price is a box that says read on any device. And there is a free Kindle app that you can download to your phone, your tablet, your laptop, and then you can read the book on the free Kindle app. So that's right there on the page. If you don't have a Kindle, um, you can still get the book and you can still read it. That is great information right there because I, I did not know. Yeah, and I love yeah. I do love to read actual books because I like to mark all over yeah, them and things, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for my own reference. But that is so great to know because not everyone has a Kindle. That's right. So yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. So let's tell our listeners where they can find you other aside from the book, which yes. I can't wait to read. Uh, let them know where they can find you. Yes, absolutely. So readyentrepreneur.com is my website. There's a lot of free resources there. You come in through on um, the first page. I, I listed what I call six factor mastery for getting started as, you know, confidence, time, money. They're, they're there and the value, which we just talked about your business idea, your action plan. That's all there. So you can come in through one of those or just start right from the beginning and look at the different material that's there. There's a blog. I also have a podcast, which is also called Ready Entrepreneur. Reach out on social media. You can find me on Facebook at, at Ready Entrepreneur HQ and, and on Instagram at Ready Entrepreneur and at Twitter at Case Lane World. And you could also always email through my website or the email is contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Fabulous. All right. So you are everywhere. I yes, love I'm it. Everywhere. Easy. Yes. Easy yeah. to access. So perfect. Okay. So now we're going to do it. We're going. Yes. <laughs> the time, the moment that I mm-hmm. warned you of, right? Yes. And, uh, and you know, the, that's the thing is that in, in, you know, most women are comparing themselves to other successful mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and we're, they're always coming up short, right? Because they're comparing yeah. your strengths to their weaknesses. Yeah. How can they not come up yeah. short? And so what we find is that they're having trouble seeing their self as that mm. successful, confident version because they never see your journey. They just mm-hmm. see you, Case Lane, today, mm-hmm. you know, author, diplomat, attorney, <laughs> like all of the things. And they have yeah. no idea what it took to get there. But I really believe, and, and from the feedback, I'm positive that it's true that we are encouraging women around the world by letting them in on the journey and letting mm-hmm. them know you didn't sail to success. Right. You overcame obstacle over, you know, after obstacle to reach the success that you've 
you've mm-hmm. earned really right through your hard work yeah. and perseverance, you know? And so that's why we do this. So we're going to start with a good story because we, <laughs> uh, we want to always celebrate yes. with you, right? When people say, do you want the good news or the bad news? I'm like, tell me the good news, right? <laughs> yes. So I love to start with the good. So let's go there and tell us a story about the good of your journey. Uh, yes, absolutely. So when I started, I I, came, I finished law school, I did a law fellowship, and I decided I wanted to do this full time by myself, me and my laptop in the fall of 2016 now, I think. And after a good six months, I was like, I need to talk to people. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So I started going to conferences. And the first conference I went to was called Crafting Commerce. And it was a small conference. So I got a chance to speak to the keynote speaker, who is Seth Godin. And I actually had that chance twice that he was standing alone. And and normally I wouldn't, you know, I'm not that kind of that uh, outgoing, but I'm like, he's standing alone. I should say hello. (laughs) And it gave me an opportunity to see that to to talk, not just with Seth Godin, Nicole Walters, I had a chance to talk to the other people that were there. And you realize, wow, these people are human. (laughs) They're on stage. They're they're best seller books. They're big stars. They they know all the most famous people in the world. And they're human. (laughs) So it was an opportunity to realize, I'm so glad you said what you said at the beginning, that people tend to compare themselves. But you realize that everybody starts through this process with no fans and not knowing anyone, and they work their way through it. And so there's an opportunity for you, for everyone, because all these people who've done it before, they don't have magical fairies above them or sprinkling dust around them or bright, you know, lights that say you are a star from the day they're born. Like they just don't have that. Like they just, they, they, they had an idea. They had a passion to do something and they decided to do it. And for everybody who's thinking about comparing themselves, I also want you to think about this world that we're in now, this online opportunity People are searching, as I was talking about before. So they're looking, what are they all looking for? Oh, maybe they're looking for you. Like maybe they're looking for your perspective, which is like their perspective. They don't see anyone else doing it. And they're, they're not the kind of person who's thinking about being the business person like you are, but they are that kind of person who's being thinking about being part of a community that you could invent. And and you become the automatic leader. And that might sound a little like, oh, no, I don't, but, but it's more around because not only do you have the idea, but you also are willing to help other people to realize it. So you, you're willing to do the research and put the research somewhere where people can find it, whether that be in a podcast or a blog or so on. So you're providing, you're, you're creating a community. So all those people are waiting for you. <laughs> no pressure. They're waiting for you. Creating your community. So you are the automatic leader. You don't have to compare yourself to anyone else because nobody can approach your idea the way you intend to approach it. Your unique perspective is what actually makes it valuable. So there's no point in trying to be like other people. I mean, obviously you can model if somebody has a a cool website or something, you think, okay, I like to set mine up like that, you know, whatever, like that's fine. But there's no point trying to just imitate someone or copy someone because what people are searching for is your unique perspective, your singular approach. And so 
forget about the comparisons and just do your thing and be you and, and go forward that way. And that's what I realized. Um, I continue to go to conferences, meet people, talk to them. You realize that this is a, an online business world full of every possible type of person, every kind of background. That's also the story of entrepreneurs, every type of background, every, you know, everything that could possibly, every type of story. So your story could be in there too. And it's just a, a part of it. And it just gives you such great confidence going forward and inspiration as well to just keep going forward because you realize that, yeah, you're, you're just, you're just like them and they're just like you. <laughs> That's great. And I guess you and Seth are good friends now. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's long forgotten, but I do have a picture. <laughs> That's. Do you remember what you said? A lot of times well, I think we yeah. hype that up and then, you know, we never remember even we're like, I don't even know what I said. I know I had something profound. I was going to ask him and I didn't definitely did not say that. <laughs> it was definitely what not the deep thoughts that I wanted to bounce off of him. <laughs> But you still did it, right? But I still, still did it. Still said hello. Still told the conversation. Yes, yes. And even if he doesn't remember you, no. you'll never forget, right? I will not forget. Yeah. That's yeah. right. It's in those moments when we push through that that exactly. fear, right? That exactly. uh, that change things and continue to do that in the future. Yeah. Yes. yes that's amazing. What a fun story. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was fun. So now we have to talk about the band. Okay. You no, know, right. There's yeah. no success without obstacles. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we love to talk a little bit about some of the, you know, maybe a bad story. And, and how, every time I hear one, I always hear following it is mm-hmm. that's what took me to the good. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, like without them, we would never reach that greatest place. So tell us a story about the band on your yeah. journey. Um, so as you heard right from the beginning, I'm very academically oriented, right? I have five post-secondary degrees. I, a course of study is my world. So I bought online courses. And I just expected, again, not knowing the world of online business at the time, you see a, a really good webinar, you hear a good speaker, sounds really good, you buy the course. Well, they don't always turn out to be any good. And that's very frustrating because you, you realize, unfortunately, the internet is full of people who are, for lack of a better word, scammers. Uh, there's also those that are not so much scammers, but they, their approach to doing something is not going to work for you. And that's not, that's not their fault, but it's just like the, the present, the marketing of something is much more sophisticated sometimes than the actual product itself. So you get sucked in and then you feel silly and you're like, oh, this is terrible. And you've spent money. And now a lot of people do offer refunds, but sometimes you don't get through everything because you start to blame yourself. You're like, well, they said, if I do everything exactly the way they said, then I'll have success, you know? So you start to think, oh, I didn't really do it right. Or, and, and then you start to realize, okay, no, sometimes these things are just not for me. Sometimes this particular product is not for me. It's not the approach I can do. It's not how I like to do things. And you just kind of have to suck it up and move on. So what I like to do, like you say, you take what you can from it. So I always take always from every experience is a learning experience. Everything is knowledge. Everything is experience. And I actually come up, of course, I wrote a blog that's how to, how to um, assess an online course. <laughs> so I create a process around how I would actually approach before you, you know, pull out the credit card, how to think about it, even if it's, you know, they're saying, oh, it's, you know, the deal is only on until the webinar ends or whatever. I, I, I have a process for how you start to think about that. 
um, what, what you're looking for. And it's also part of the reason that I put together my action approach that I went through earlier, or the recast approach, because when you do your research up front and you're creating your action plan, you know where the gaps are. You know what information you're missing. So instead of jumping into just anything that anybody's talking about, you actually have a pretty good idea of whether or not you're going to need what they're saying. So when you're first starting out, if you just try grabbing everything and chasing every shiny apple, you just end up where I ended up. <laughs> so I've cleared the way for you now. <laughs> you end up where I ended up where you're just spending all that money and it's like, that didn't work. But now you, when you're actually going this more incrementally, when you're doing your own research, when you're setting up a plan for yourself ahead of time, you're much more efficient about what you need and where you spend your money and so on. So you do learn from that kind of an experience. Not to say that you might, you know, just pick up something one day that sounded great and didn't work out for you. Um, but if you at least try to make sure that you assess it properly ahead of time, then hopefully you'll have better luck. <laughs> That's great advice. That's a lesson you want to learn early on, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because oh there's a lot yeah. out there. And it's hard, especially when you're starting. It's like, oh, that sounds really cool. And this person says you can make a million dollars in 10 minutes doing nothing. And that sounds awesome. And so you're kind of like, yeah, I'll try it. And then it doesn't really work. So, um, and that's very common. It's something like 80% of people don't finish the courses. So you have to ask yourself why, you know? Yeah, this year already in 2020, I signed up for two courses. One I finished with okay. flying colors and yeah. the other one I am halfway through. Like I yeah. just didn't finish it and I ran to something else. And, yeah. and so I'll still go back and finish yeah. it. But yeah. yeah, yeah, just because that's who I am, you know, like I, I won't let up. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The, the, you, the courses, a lot of them, I must say, a lot of people are very good and they update their programs all the time and you have lifetime access. And sometimes you'll go back and realize they've put into the course whatever was missing. So you realize that, yes, other people, you know, have the same problems and they've actually updated it and you've still got, now you've, you've got a better program and you didn't pay again for it or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up because like that that's on my mind a lot because, mm -hmm. you know, as you said, like, don't wait for perfection mm -hmm. and things like that is that you have to start somewhere, right? Yes. So yes. you start somewhere and then, you know, you tweak it as you go and make it better. So it, it's, you know, that first initial put out there is not always going to be the, you know, the best or the, the best version of mm -hmm. what you actually finish right. with. Right. Uh, that is the great thing, but you've still got to start or else you're yes. not going to get to that great thing. Yeah. So there, yeah. and I think that's what really is nice about having like access for later is that yes. you're able to get like, once they figured it all out, then you're willing to get that part too. Yeah. You know, if you and, really want to see, see my horrible approach. Well, I won't, I won't say horrible, but my earliest courses are up for free now on YouTube, <laughs> but, but you'll see how, how the, uh, they didn't go, they're not very slick. The information actually still holds up. I've got some nice comments there from people who viewed it. So the information holds up, but I look at the quality of the production and I'm like, yeah, I could probably go back and fix those. So <laughs> that's something for the future. <laughs> But, but look what you said is that the, the information still yes. holds up, right? Yes, and does. that, Absolutely, that yeah. at the end of the day is really the most important thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was great. Okay, we're going for it <laughs> for ugly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to paint the entire process as all, you know, light and, and easy and all of that because it's not. It's a, and sometimes it's actually just a real slog. You know, you really just have to push through. And when you're somebody like me who's got, you know, all these professional credentials and everything, it's very easy to start thinking, 
oh, if I made a few phone calls and banged on a few doors, I might be able to just go back and work somewhere and so on. You do hit that point because you start to, I, I'm a numbers person. So I start to run the numbers. You think, okay, I'll, I'll just sort of do a big one. Like, let's say you want, you want to make a million dollars from your book. Well, the royalty is $2. So you need to sell 500,000 copies of your book. So that's 500,000 individual people. And then that means, let's say just like 1% of all the people that you put your book in front of are actually going to buy. So you have to get to like 50 million people. So then you think about, oh yeah, like when somebody like a Seth Godin has a new book, he's on every single show. He's on all the big shows. Why is that? Because he's, he knows he has to get to this like tens of millions of people in order to make it into a bestseller. So you start to think, wow, like what is this process that I have to go through? Like if I just post once on Facebook, Facebook's not even going to show it to like 10 people. You know, you could tell how many people have viewed it. And so that means I had to post like a hundred times a day and I've got to, and you start to get really discouraged. Like, am I going to need to, how many people do I need on my mailing list? I need to be out every day. And you just, it starts to become really overwhelming and, and so on. So then you need to take a step back again and say, okay, I got to first of all, you know, figure out, I, I understand what I need to be doing. I understand I need to be getting to people so, but I want to do things my way. I don't want to do anything phony. I don't want to just be posting stuff that's nonsense. So I'm just going to go about this incrementally and go through these various steps, all the things I've read, all the things I've put on my action plan, all the things that I've looked at other people doing. It's very important to look at what other people are doing. How did so-and-so run their campaign? What Maybe they ran some giveaways. That's a good idea. I'll try that. And you start to put together uh, something that works for you. So it's all about that. It's very tight when you realize that, yes, it's all the overnight success stories are not overnight success stories. Um, John Lee Dumas, who's the most popular podcaster, he interviewed somebody every day for three years or four years or whatever it is going on now, every single day. So now I'm not to say that you have to be doing something like that, but you have to realize what the what it takes and it takes the consistency of doing the work. It takes the, the output. You could have one idea, but you still have to get out there. You know, there are people doing Facebook lives every day or what have you. Like you have to pick something. You have to realize that without you going out to the audience, they're never going to hear about you. There's, there's no way to sort of, if you ever find a way to just sit and ha- let it happen, love to know. But so far, there's no way to do that. All the superstar success stories have done, you know, if you could, if you look at the details of what they did to get where they are, it's a lot of different activities. It's a lot of that persistence, the perseverance is pushing through. And it's back to what I said before about never giving up because what tends to happen is some people say, this isn't going to work. I, you know, it's just too difficult. I can't be doing this every day or whatever. And it's, it's like, so the, the people who are going to say, there's no end point. I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep doing stuff every day. I'm going to, one day I'm going to be posting on Facebook all day. The next day I'm posting on Instagram all day, whatever, you know, some people you say you should be consistent. You should do the same thing. Fine. Try that. I'm going to put up a blog every day. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, those people that keep doing that are the ones that you see that are, are the big, you know, that make it after a while. And it's the ones that kind of like take that moment like that I could say, honestly, like, sure, I've had those moments where just thinking, ah, maybe I'll just go back to work. And the ones that actually start calling people and saying, do you have anything for me? Those are the ones you never see again. So 
it's really a matter of forcing yourself to keep going. Now, I know um, for some people, like if you hate your job, you quit your job to do this and you're like, I need to make money in six months or I'm not going to pay the rent or whatever. There's that, you know, obviously there's reality that checks in as well. You have to watch out for things like that, but just keep going somehow. Even if you say, okay, I'm going to go back to work, but I'm still going to stay on the biz. So keep keep a a new calendar, a new schedule where I'm, I'm going back to my nine to five, but every evening, I'm going to put two hours on the business and I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until something happens. That's great, too. But it's just a matter of you rec- realize it's not. I've yet to hear anybody say it was a walk in the park. <laughs> I've yet to hear anybody say they didn't do anything and it all just magically happened. Um, if you know anyone like that, let me know. So you re- recognize. Yeah. And give yourself the time. That's the key thing. Give yourself the time because I think too many people think, oh, it should happen right away. Especially again, if you took a webinar or you took a course and the course said, oh, you know, a million dollars in 10 minutes and I didn't do it. And I I did everything they told me to do and I didn't get my million dollars and I'm not going to do this anymore. If you start thinking like that, you know, you're just, that's not the reality. The reality is to keep going. You have to try different things. You have to see what works, do what works for you. And then, but just push, 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 push and, and just hang in there and, and uh, you'll, you'll be on the other side of it. At some point, you'll be on the other side of it and that'll be awesome. <laughs> as long as you never give up, yes, right? Exactly. That's, that's the key. Exactly. And, and that is the key right there. So, okay. So I'm just going to ask this one more, one other question kind of, um, to see if there's anything else there for our listeners. So can you, uh, I'm sure there were more than one time in your journey that you were like, maybe I'll call my friends and go back to work, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So can you think about one time, maybe the the most traumatic situation um, that you were like ready to throw it all in? Like, I'm going back to work. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Uh, what was it that shifted for you what did you do that got you out of that place that, that took you Mm -hmm. from that face down on the ground? I'm finished. This is for the birds to (laughs) up running that race again and, and doing it. What, what was it? What did you do different? How did you get yourself out of that? Yeah, I am. So I should say that I have, I am a big fan of the personal development, self-help world, all the stars, Tony Robbins and, and the older ones, Jim Rohn and those guys. And I, I love all of those success messages. <laughs> so, and I have this analytical brain that says, okay, um, this is what it means to go back to work in terms of not just where you are now in terms of like professional satisfaction, lifestyle freedom and that type of thing, but even the money, like here, it's a fixed amount you know, and whereas the online entrepreneurship is unlimited, you know, so, so it's, it's everything related to how much effort you want to put in. So I start to say, okay, just even running the numbers, what are you going to do? You're going to go back to work for the next 10 years and be in that slump, or are you going to do it for six months? And then, and then you're going to go to all this effort and call in every favor you've ever known for just six months. And, you know, so I start to run that analysis and, and say, okay, where am I really in this process? And you go back to, you know, put on Tony Robbins in the background. You can find lots of YouTube video and just start thinking it through, do one of his exercises that where am I really in this process? What's really happening? Um, What have I done and not done? What could I do differently? Okay, let me give this a try. And I just talked my way through it. So I think you have to give yourself a bit of a reality check as well. Say where, you know, how far have I come? What was I thinking about this? What did I expect to happen? 
Um, what and and the thing is, I really enjoy the online business activities. <laughs> you know, I, I love the writing. Writing is my thing, so I love the writing. So even writing Facebook ads is fun because you know you're just trying to think of different things. And the part that I don't like, this is another thing I learned along the way. You can just outsource it. This took me a while because a lot and there's a lot of people are like, I need to do everything myself. And I, I agree with that in the beginning, just to figure out what things are all about and to get an idea of what it takes to do it. So that way, when you do outsource it, people don't rip you off like you could like, well, I've done this myself. And, it co- you know, I would think that a fair amount to pay would be X. So you this is something I learned like and it's sure it's going to cost you money. But how much of your time will it free up? Like maybe by outsourcing this thing X, I can then spend two or three hours on Y, which is the thing I really enjoy anyway. So I think it's just to start thinking through what's really happening. What do I like? What do I don't like? What's the outcome? You know, the outcome from doing nothing is nothing. <laughs> so you, but you don't know the outcome from doing something. It's 50-50. <laughs> and the if you have your dreams and your goals and your objectives in mind, if you're, if you like to do visionary, you know, the, the envisioning where you are, if you have the vision board and all that type of thing, and you like to see that and you think, okay, I have a 50, 50 chance of getting to that point, that, that dream life that I have envisioned that I've got pictures of that I know exactly what that looks like. If I do this over here, it's zero. If I do that over there, it's 50, 50. So at least, you know, okay, I think I'm going to do that <laughs> because I at least give myself a chance. And yeah, I don't know if you know those like six feet from gold and those different stories, like just don't stop digging because you're, you know, so again, it's always about continuing to keep going. If you have a reality check, like you really have no more money type of thing and you need rent or whatever. Okay. That's a different situation, but reset your schedule so that you can work and keep working on your business. But you just have to, yeah, just to, to think it through. And I, I, and if you, I know some people think the self-help stuff is a little too um, woo-woo for them, but I, I like to hear that, you know, if you don't have anybody around, you're all by yourself, there's nobody to talk to, and you can put on one of these guys in the background, they're all guys, and there's everybody you are there, and you put these, one of them on in the background, and they're telling you, you know, do this, do that, and take 15 minutes to think of your goals and all that, and you start, okay, I'm going to work on this. And you spend an afternoon doing, doing, doing that, that's not wasted time, you know? That's just resetting and getting yourself back where you want to be. And it's a learned process. It's not something they teach in school. <laughs> like, how to be successful is not a course in, in high school, unfortunately. So it's not um, strange to be taking a course in your personal development. That's very... It's a very, it's a very huge industry, and it's also a very real process for something that is simply not taught to you. But once you learn it, and you keep that, and you have it in you, it comes back to you all the time, and you can just use it to go forward. Oh my gosh, I love that so much, and I am a hundred percent in agreement with everything you just said about that. I am a self development guru as well. And uh, when I'm listening to those things in the background, I'm saying to myself, I'm reprogramming my computer, right? And it's like playing in the background and it's just pouring good stuff into your mind, which of course is like your computer because what you put in is what comes out. And I love that. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we went there. That was fabulous. (laughs) Such powerful words of wisdom from someone like you who've 
has done it and lived that way and, and gone through your journey with the help of that. And I love what you said way earlier on about mentors and how they can be online mentors. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. totally agree. You know, most of my mentors never met me before, (laughs) but they're like my best mentors. They're at the top of my list when someone says, who's your mentor? Well, I know of them, but they have no idea who I am, but they've made such an impact in my life and my business. And that's why I wanted to have a podcast was so that I could do the same, that I could build a platform to be able to support people um, and bring people like you in that could share these things and you can be their mentor too. And so I'm so grateful that you're with us today. Again, you guys, uh, don't miss out on Case Lane's new book, Recast, What a Time, when the whole world is looking at recasting, that uh, that Case would publish this book, such a timely uh, message right now. And I so appreciate you being here with us today. Uh, and you just so for much. our listeners... All of the show notes will be uh, in here with this episode and all of the links to everything that Case is doing will be included so you can find her blog and her podcast and her book and her website and all of the things so that she can support you on your journey as well. And I don't know where you are in the world today. I have no idea what's going on in your life or your business. But if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review, and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.